hello. <laughs> I thought we were doing a test. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're jumping in, baby. Welcome back. It's been a fucking hot minute for us. It really has. Wow. Welcome back to the podcast. Your the best podcast, your favorite podcast, Good Books, Bad Banter. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm Tori. And we are talking today about tomorrow and tomorrow and fucking tomorrow. tomorrow. We're not pleased if you can't <laughs> tell by our lackluster fucking intro to that. It really was. Um, I don't know what to say. It was because disappointing. It really. Okay. Yes. I think we are fantasy girlies. Uh, through and through. <laughs> oh my god like through and through because this book made me so sad like there were parts that i really loved and enjoyed but there were like majority of the book i was like this is heart-wrenching it was devastating like it was a sad fucking novel there was no there was no point in the novel that i was like oh this is happy and fun it's just like no no, (laughs) fucking none nothing was joyful every content warning trigger warning you fucking could ever have for a book really yeah i literally just just found a review that had like okay what the fuck it has every single thing you could think of yeah so beware for this episode we're gonna warn you now instead of waiting yeah we need to do it because i think we might accidentally slip up which we usually do anyways but just holy fuck yeah (laughs) holy shit to say the least um i'm actually really disappointed because i was really wanting this to be i thought it was gonna be fantastic i thought it was gonna i wanted it to be a five-star review i seriously thought it was going to be because it won goodreads people ranted and raved i heard nothing but good things about this book and i did hear though that like if you love this book you like fucking love this book and if you hated this book you like despised it well put us in that category i know but i hear that it also has such a cult following like cult following that people who don't like it are like shunned (laughs) because of the people who do and what is even more upsetting is the fact that this book had like a average of a 4.2 star rating on goodreads with like over 150,000 it, reviews it was amazon's book of the year one of them are you serious yeah is it just because of the cover art because like i <laughs> would get the car i would get I the book the cover art. the cover art is beautiful it is i love the colors and i'm like oh my god this if i had to pick a book by its cover it would be tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow mm-hmm. knowing nothing about what it is so but yeah this book was like <sighs> meh, got yeah. a little bit okay and then Steve nosedive and kind of stayed there. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt not... like I just—I felt like I like a mom. He was like, "Here comes the airplane." Yeah, I literally, I was thinking the same thing. Okay, um, before updates, we get further updates, into it, updates, yes, updates, updates. <laughs> 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 Maddie was just doing like the hand motion, like updates, 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 like updates, updates, updates. Don't mind that awkward little cutoff we just had. We, we got excited. We, yeah, we got excited. And also we had like the worst technical difficulties that we have ever experienced so far. So, yeah, weird. I feel like we just hit something while we were jumping around about the updates. Updates, updates, updates. Maybe we should Anyways. just stay, stick still. Yes. And do this nothing. This is why we need chairs to sit in instead of laying in your bed. Well, this is also why we need more better mics too. We need, we need a whole setup. We do. 
we'll get there um, anyways well if we make a patreon we'll <laughs> some money to make a studio please um okay back before, to your updates back sorry, to updates you were talking about okay before we got so rudely interrupted um so i went to go get a standing desk off of facebook marketplace and it was a really nice one um it's one of the electric ones so the guy that was selling it he was in like a really nice part of austin and he seemed like a younger i would say like i don't know mid-30s being the oldest um, so I get to his house and it's on this like really nice like kind of hill and it has a really long ass driveway. I park my car, get ready to unload, meet the guy and we go in and he's telling me about the desk and I'm helping him load it up. And um, while we were about to like come out of the garage, I realized I had left my radio or like my car, the music on. And the second that I walk out of that fucking door, I'm like, fucking shit. Out of the 2,000 song, like, liked songs I have on my phone, blaring, not just, like, in the background, blaring is fucking WAP. And not even, like, you can't just, you know, be like, oh, sorry, whatever. No, it's in the chorus saying, yeah, you fucking whistle, wet ass pussy. I was like, God, fucking damn it. So... To make things even more awkward, I was like, huh, that's an interesting song that came on. Because I know what I was going to say. So, anyways, that was, he just laughed. And then I immediately took out my phone and changed it and then turned off my music because I was so embarrassed. And I was like, this is what, this is what happens in movies. But, um, <laughs> so essentially, my, I like, my life is a movie. <laughs> I, my life is a movie and I romanticize my embarrassment. <laughs> um, You're like, are we about to fall in love? Oh my God. Am I being a quirky little me, girl. Uh, meanwhile, it's like, yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. That's funny. Beat it up, you know, catch charge. And it was like, oh my god. He probably listens to it too. It's fine. And it, it was funny. He was like, park this big Mac truck right in this little garage. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where I like stopped it. <laughs> like, no more. Um, second update is that Tori and I have watched how many episodes? Two. You've only watched two? Yeah. I'm surprised your willpower. It's um, not willpower. It's just lack of time. Gotcha. Um, I'm actually on four episodes because I watched it while you were gone. And we're talking about Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, we watched together two episodes. I yes. myself have watched four, and I know there are six that are out right now. I need to catch and up. And then I think another three are being released tomorrow. Um, Shadow and Bone is being released at midnight tonight. <laughs> And it looks so fucking good, dude. Um, third update is... Oh, I went to go visit my grandparents this weekend. They're doing well. Um, my dog and my grandpa both have the same birthday, along with my best friend. So March 10th is a very important day. Um, so I got to spend time with them this weekend, so it was really great. What best friend? Allie. Oh, happy birthday, Allie. Happy birthday to you. She's a Pisces baby. I love it. All my really good friends and, like, people I love are Pisces. That's because we're the best. My grandma kept telling me, she's like, Pisces people are just the kindest people. Yeah, we are. Like, yeah, they are. Not me being so humble over here. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I totally agree. Totally. Okay, what were your three updates? Um. Well, it was my birthday last week. Yeah. On the 7th. Oh my god are you 28 i'm 28 
I'm an old ass bitch. Just kidding. I'm really not. I was about to say, I was like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I was on the cruise for it. It was a great time. They sang me happy birthday and brought me a piece of cake. Ooh. I did not like it because I do not like attention. Which is so funny because like. I would think that you would. I know, but, but I really you do don't. don't. I'm, I love attention. I know. You can I have bring all the attention. I bring the like, so I have a Leo moon, and that really like solidifies where I like like to be the center of attention. Mm. Like I like to like crack jokes and like. That yeah, kind of stuff, I like to crack jokes, but, but I, I like, uh, but I enjoy like. For instance, my mom always had this like comparison. Like, my sister did not like birthday parties because she did not like to be the, like, person being celebrated that day. Like, she would rather just be at a birthday party. Yeah. I loved when it was my birthday because I loved everybody being like, happy birthday. I think as a kid I liked it more and then I got older and then I started to hate it. And now I really just despise it. Do you think it's because of your depression? (laughs) (laughs) Call it. Ow! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> nope, I don't. <laughs> I just don't like it. Look, <laughs> it is like literally. I didn't even realize it came out of my mouth until after the fact. You saw my face like glaze over. It just like I was like staring up in his face. It's like. <laughs> it a lot more and then there was a time that I did not like it but it was just because I was depressed, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> legitly depressed uh, um no I don't think that's it I just have never really been a fan but anyways um <laughs> I don't know where I'm going anymore <laughs> I'm lost I'm so sorry I threw like a <laughs> I just like threw a wrench and everything <laughs> My train of thought is gone. Um, I, I went to Kendra Scott yesterday. It was my birthday discount. Mm-hmm. Got a really cool, like, vintage Western ring. They uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you new. heard Kendra Scott. They are, like, upping their game. They really are. They, like, started this yellow rose offshoot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's all, like, very Western vintage And yellow rose is obviously the Texas state flower. Yeah. And it's also her ranch that she it's, owns. It's not. It isn't? No, blue bonnets are. What it, but the yellow rose is something Texas-y. It, I know what it is. It's like a song, maybe. Yeah, scratch that. Blue bonnet is, but yellow rose is something. Do you know what the Texas, or like, the, yeah. Ooh, sorry. The Texas motto? No. Friendship. You're joking. No. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> In other shows that are being released, Ted Lasso came out today. Oh my gosh. Season three, baby. Ooh. I'm super stoked about it. Texas motto. Also, you should look up what the yellow rose means in Texas. 
friendship is the motto. What the fuck kind was of motto is that? Was adopted as the Texas state motto in February of 1930. The motto was most likely chosen because the name of Texas, or Tejas, was the Spanish pronunciation of the local Indian tribe's word Tejas or Tecas, meaning friends or allies. Interesting. Because Texas is like a friend to nobody in reality. We're friendly people, but the state in itself is pretty hostile. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look up what the yellow, Texas yellow road thing is. Okay. Um, you, do you have any more updates? Um. Besides you going on your cruise? Like, you didn't even tell them that you, like, went to Jamaica and oh, been yeah, the Bahamas and shit. Oh, yeah, I went to the Bahamas. Shit. I went to Nassau. You didn't even tell them about our picnic? Well, fuck, I only get three updates. <laughs> I thought those were pretty big. <laughs> We had a birthday picnic for me at Zilker, which was really fun. It was cottage course. We you didn't even. Really you cute. also didn't even talk about the shirt that you got for my birthday. For your birthday, the girls got me a Fenty diamond, like glitter bomb thing. Highlighter. Maddie's not happy with me right now. <laughs> and then they also got me a Darkling band tee, which I'm really stoked about. We're all gonna wear it. They didn't know that we got matching ones. I got a Thursday. matching one, and Rachel also got a matching one. Oh my god! So we're the three amigas. Someone is feeling a little bit fucking feisty right now, and I kind of love it. <laughs> I love when you're mean to me. I have a problem. This <laughs> got so sexual in my head. It immediately went to the wrong thing. I know it did. You're like, I said it, and I don't regret it. Nope. Okay, here are the okay. yellow rose of Texas. <laughs> I didn't even know like that was like associated specifically with Texas. I thought it was just yeah, like the South. It's a song, the Yellow Rose of Texas. Oh. And then what is the meaning? Yeah, I think it's just a song about a woman. Wonderful. I've been listening to Casey Musgraves Blue Moon rendition. Yeah, oh my it's god. Amazing. It's beautiful. When sun goes down on my side of town. <laughs> Sing it. There's a lonesome feeling. Anyways, those are some updates. That was kind mm-hmm. of chaotic as fuck. But I'm not apologizing I was about it. to say I was like, don't do it. I was in my I'm head. I'm not apologizing for it. No, but that's what's been going on with our lives as of late. Um, we have a lot to like we I was just telling Tori, we have not talked to each other. We very really haven't. Much. Like, like two weeks. Yeah, really. Because the past few days I've been really swamped at work. So um, you can see why today's video is late. It's because yesterday I literally came home and I sat in this bed and I became part of the bed. And I did not get out of the bed until 7.30 this morning. So it was a long day. That's okay because, I mean, then I didn't have to rush finishing up the book. Which I hated anyway, so rushing it would have made yeah. it even worse. So let's do our, like, before spoilers bit. We should rate it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. That's our bef- before spoilers bit. Okay, I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Because there were definitely a few parts that I was like, wow, this is so poetic and beautiful and I like this. But it wasn't enough to save any of the book. Agreed, agreed. It and was... it made me so sad. And then they killed up, or they did not... I don't know what they did. Um. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> we, you're like, this is the before spoiler. Yeah, I know. Part. I 
know. Why well, caught myself? Because I don't. They don't know what I said. I know, but we suck at the no spoilers part. So maybe we should just have it be the spoilers part now. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yep. I will. Okay, but how is this book? Okay, so it's fiction. Mm-hmm. I think I have. I think fiction books is a really hard genre for me to either like because like to like because either the books that i read in fiction mm-hmm. i love and adore or it's the complete opposite there's nothing like in between that i'm like oh that was kind of good yeah i think i would or, like agree enjoyed with that. um i guess because like fiction when i think of fiction i immediately think of like science fiction or fantasy fiction because but fantasy is in its own like realm and I don't know. I think sometimes I always am going to assume it's going to be a new world or like dystopia or like something. And then it ends up being about real life. And then it literally breaks my heart in half. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know. I think I'm just not really in the business of like reliving very realistic feelings in my books. Mm -hmm. Because I already have enough of that whenever I'm, you know, Living. living it here. And unfortunately going through the doomsday like side of tiktok makes you feel really down mm-hmm. and i don't really want that with my book even no, though like I, I like some of these memoirs that like obviously tell people stories and stuff like i'm a sucker for memoirs and like of course they always make me cry but i feel like fiction stories because they're not real and these people are just like based on like experiences and stuff but they seem they're obviously set sometimes in real life i'm just like this is heavy <laughs> i don't know i just also i know you don't like memoirs well, that's not true. I thought you've told me that you're like not really a memoirs fan. Well, I I don't think I've read that many, but like I loved Jeanette McCurdy's. Do you, yeah. And I don't know. I could have sworn maybe I'm I'm I could be mixing. I mean, I'm probably mixing you some with somebody else. Maybe that was Shelby. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Keep going. Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say about picture books. You're like, oh, I think also this book just was not written that great. Really? Like, it had I thought it, I thought it was written beautifully, but I like think, that's what took away from it. I think, I think it had moments where it was written really well, but it also had it had too many moments where it was not written well because it was too pretentious and they were like trying too hard. I think to that's have the reason it why. Sound beautiful, and so it felt less authentic. Right. It didn't feel effortless. And I understand that people definitely see the world differently, but I said this, I texted you this earlier, like, it felt very dissociative and detached for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was, like, an intention in the book and the way it was written, because it totally could have been, because obviously Sam did not see the world the way everybody does. Right, he was, I feel like he was uh, kind of, like, either on the spectrum or mm-hmm. had some kind of, like, social anxiety or social um ineptitude Mm -hmm. like when understanding social cues and stuff right and i unfortunately i only know of autism being one of those things or antisocial anxiety or antisocial syndrome something um so i'm not very versed so i could just be talking out of my butt but um but he had something where he was just not able to relate to people on a level that was he was very analytical yes hard hard emotions were a little bit difficult for him and i can i totally appreciate that but like the whole book of its its entirety was just like that constantly and 
also it was written in third person which is interesting mm-hmm. we don't have a ton of that well because it was not only that from character to character right I also thought we talked about this too that the character duo, so like the main female protagonist, protagonist and the main male protagonist, were the male was Korean American, mm-hmm. which you don't see that in in a lot of books, and mm-hmm. the girl was um, she was Jewish, right? Yes, mm-hmm. she was Jewish, and f- to me, she did she seemed a little bit less like white, like. I agree. I thought I don't. I didn't see her as white, like slightly Asian. Asian American, also. Yeah, I thought she was Asian, also. Because I'm, I know that. Because Mark, Mark, Marks, 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 Marks was, was Japanese right? Korean American. Okay. So that's why I think I just kind of associated that they're some kind of Asian, but I don't believe she is. She's just I believe she's white Jewish. But From what I remember, yeah, she was. But just like Jewish, in my in my head, that's how I imagined her. I actually totally. Agree? Uh, yeah. Imagine her that way, too. That's cool. So, um, but... I love... Obviously, we always talk about how much we like when people are from different perspectives. Like, that had nothing to do with really whether or not we liked the book. It was right. mostly... I think the thing is, is, like, we always prefer multiple perspectives, but the thing is, it's hard, you have to do it well. Mm-hmm. If you do not do it well, it is not executed. It's just tough. It's a lot to, like, keep track of. And then also... It's also hard to just delineate whenever you're, like, you know, without naming the chapters of who the speaker is. Yeah. Agreed. Because it was just, like, 4-1, 4-A, 4-B, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was labeled, interestingly. I mean, we follow these characters for a long time. You know, there was another book that I read called Pachinko that is similar in the sense that it follows characters for many years of their lives, like, three generations of their lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of those stories. Hmm. I don't know why. I think, I feel like they feel like they're too long. Like, the journey yeah, is I too long. Yeah, I think this long. book should have been, like, 100 pages shorter. Yes. I think that, too. Um, and I think, genuinely, like, I love seeing people grow, but, like, over this amount of time, with this much historical context, with this much, like trying to figure out especially like the second half like where they are in um like time Mm -hmm. because it started kind of in the 90s and then it's supposed to be up to be like present day and whenever they were talking about um what is it no the farming the the farming game yeah what's the farming game called what is the farming game called fuck pioneer no I don't know. It's something else. But I've played it before. It's not not Stardew Valley, but it's something similar to it. The Oregon Trail? No. No. I don't fucking know. I don't remember what she's playing, and it's going to irritate the ever-living fuck out of me. But overall. Overwell. 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 But that game was relatively new, and then they talk about, like, Call of Duty and stuff. So that's in, like, modern, you know, times. I would say, like, 2010 and above. Or 2015 and above. You know what I mean? It it ended in, the I think, like, 2010. One 2010s. Because um, it was 30 years. Yeah. But either way, let's get into the spoiler part because I need to talk about the, like, nitty-gritty of, like, Sam, Sadie, and Mark. So yeah. 
Um, this is a spoiler bit, so please go read Tomorrow and Tomorrow Tomorrow if you're interested. I definitely or don't, th- because we don't really recommend it that much. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we obviously didn't like it, but we apparently are both in the minority on this book. So definitely go give it a shot if you do like fiction a little bit more than we do. I think we just gravitate more to the fantasy and the fantastical. So I don't know. If it sounds like your cup of tea, go ahead and then listen to the rest of this episode. Um, first if off, not, just keep fucking listening. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, first off, like, her sister has, like, we meet Sadie and Sam. And Sadie's sister has cancer. Mm-hmm. And she's being a fucking brat. Telling, like, her sister Alice, telling Sadie that she, like, thought she would look good in this, like, red beret. And then her sister goes ape shit on her. Yeah. Saying, like, get, the, you're fucking, you're so fucking inconsiderate or whatever. And I'm like, this girl's, like, literally 13 and dying of cancer. And she's being, like, a biatch. And her parents are basically, like, you just need to ignore your sister. And she was ignored for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. It's like this poor kid. They all, I mean, Everybody Sadie and Sam bad. have terrible childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah. Terrible childhood trauma. Literally... One of the memories that Sam talks about multiple times is seeing a woman jump off a building. Building and, like, from suicide. And landing in front of him. And then they talk about how her, like, body is disfigured. And I was like, stop. And this the woman's is name so is the same name as his, his mom. Who, which is his also the same. Also dies. His mother also dies. And it ends up being the same name as, as Mark's, his mom. Yeah um so this like this book this book was so heavy in its themes like it talks about racism it talks about gun violence it talks about um suicide it talks about you know rape yes and and abusive i was about to say abusive relationships um and it just like like anti-semiticism is kind of thrown in there a little bit and sexism sexism as well and i'm like these are I'm so sorry, but, like, I already face this on a daily basis. I cannot have this in the fantasy world and it live up in my head. And you know what? It can be in the books, for sure. But for it sure. can't be every single fucking page constantly. They... I was just like, and I'm going to go take a depression nap now because this is making me sad. I know. It made me, it really put me down in the dumps a little bit today when I was listening to it because it just was, it feels like never ending. Like, none of these kids got a break. No. Nobody got a break. And then Mark besides gets murdered. Literally. Like the only time I was about to say when the only time that Sadie is happy is when she's with Marks and then Marks gets like murdered. Yeah, when she's pregnant. When she's pregnant. Of course. I was like, You're joking me right now. I'm like, if and... this is supposed to be like a mirror, like holding up a mirror to yourself or whatever, like a mirror to society. I mean, like it certainly I did that. It definitely did, but I um would just no thanks. <laughs> Like, I see enough. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've you done can, a wonderful job. You can and put you the can mirror put away. away. <laughs> um, it drove me nuts how long it took Sam and Sadie to finally, like, be together. Yes. It drove me more nuts that Sam was as incompetent and so, like, oblivious to everything that... It just was like, oh, it was so bad. And then Sadie, both of them contrived in their minds 
different reasons to push the other the other one away and it was so communicate oh my god (laughs) it was like the worst communication because literally it was like a switch whenever sam had come back or whatever and they had moved to california and moved into this new office and what not and she was like he let me be with dov and he didn't he just told me to go get um yeah Ulysses, Ulysses for the game because he just wanted the game to be good and he never thought about my feelings oh, or anything was I was like bitch. whoa she whoa, wanted babe. to blame everyone and on for everything and not take like accountability any for anything well yeah and then whenever Mark said it got even worse because like she was like you think that I'm not hurting like and Sam was like, don't you think you're the, you're not the only person just suffering? Yeah. Like, you're not coming to work. You're not doing this. You're wanting to do, like, have everybody bend to your will. Like, we understand. We all lost somebody. We all yeah. went through traumatic, like, shit. Well, and it's just, like, instead of leaning on the people who understand what you're going through, she just, like, is fucking terrible to them. Yeah. Which, <laughs> fuck. Obviously, she learned that from her childhood. Right. But still, I was like, God damn, can you like... But I did love also, the fact... Also, they had such pity parties for themselves. Oh my God. Constant. Talk, talk about... Yeah. And there was definitely times in the writing where it was just like, it felt so constantly lyrical that I just kind of, like, it kind of lost its like weight on me. Like, it mm-hmm. just felt like poetry, but like not... Like you said before, like they were trying so hard that the poetry just fell flat in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like pretentious is such a perfect word because yeah. I remember texting you whenever I had just started the book, and I was like, the writing is a little weird because it feels like old in writing, but it's not. It's like it has that stylistic like effect to it, but it's just because it's pretentious. That's legitimately what it is. Yeah. So. And then there was, like, the whole fucking thing where they were in the video game. Sam and Sadie. Yeah. When he built that whole video game just for her. Ah, uh, yeah. And it just was so long. That's what everybody said. I was like, I couldn't get past that. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? This is... And... This is a lot. This is too much. Sadie... So, in the end, Sadie kind of, like, realizes her fucking stupidity. And she communicates with Sam again after his grandpa dies. Right. Well, again. Another death. on a shitty thing. Another and, death. Um, oh, his, dance, his grandpa da- died of cancer also. Lovely. And then he left the Donkey Kong game to her in his will. Stop. I know. Literally, the grandparents were fucking angels in this book. Like, I know, when they were. Sam had his surgery. And he I was, fucking like, hated that the sick. fact that they were talking about how they made a pizza place because they at first started a Korean restaurant, but they couldn't really do a Korean restaurant in, like, Koreatown because there was too much oversaturation. So they did a pizza place. And they knew that if they were to make, like, take off the first names of their Korean names in the Dong and Bong, which are very perfectly, and I remember this so vividly, very perfectly original, like, common Korean names that it would be funny to Americans so that way it would appeal to them more because it's funny that you have somebody named Dong and Bong. Oh. And I was like, get fucked because that's literally people. I was like, the fact that these people had to, like, make fun of their names. Very common, very normal Korean names. Yeah. 
I mean, America's to appeal shitty. to Americans. <laughs> this yes. Book is just, like, I mean, to say the least. Exemplary, shitty American <laughs> life. So, I mean, attitudes and right. sentiments. Yeah. Um, fuck, I was going to say, Dove was a terrible fucking person. And I do not like that. Sadie kept up a fucking relationship with him. I know. I was like, babe, you Afterwards, have no self-worth. I was like, cut this man out. Not You're self-worth. across the country. Self-respect. Leave him alone. Yeah. And him, leave her alone. Like, like stop running. And even well after, like, well after they no longer had any, like, communication, she would still call at him. At the end of the book, even. Yes. And she would call him and ask for, like, essentially, like, how her, like, his validation was always something that she prized. He, I, like, could not get over how insane their relationship was. I also, like, immediately, whenever he was first introduced into the book, I was like, he is. Well, not only that, I was like, his character is so overly dramatic and, like, so overly, like, loud and explicit and stuff. I was like, this guy doesn't even sound like he's real. Like, he could not be a real person even if I tried. Like, I I couldn't see this as an adaptation ever. I mean, I can see him as being real, but goddamn, he was just so terrible. I mean, he was, but also at the same time, I felt like it was so, like, it just felt too forced Mm. like they they i feel like they went too close to home with like the trope of like what this kid like basically have you seen those tiktoks of like the like broody kind of off the wall philosopher or whatever that's kind of have you seen those no okay never mind let me just take that back but anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. I don't really know where I'm going. So <laughs> just like I didn't know where I was going in this book <laughs> because literally I had no idea what the purpose of this book was supposed to be other than just following them through their lives. I mean, and that's for them, was. for them is for finally Sadie and Sam to finally fucking be together. And we don't even get any of it. Yeah. We get none of them finally being together. It gives me a lot of sword art online. And at times, their friendship was really beautiful, and they were, like, very... Yeah, like, the dreamy part, whenever... He, like, I obviously hated the fact that Sam walked Sadie to Dove's apartment after the day after they finished Ichigo. But, like, that moment, like, that dreaminess of, like, feeling, like, relieved and having completed something, and, like, that's the first time that she, she told Sam she loved him. Yeah. And he didn't say it back. He said, Terribly. terribly. And then he fucking breaks his ankle and then ends up in the hospital and then doesn't tell them. Like, literally goes missing for 48 hours. Yeah. He's like, I, yeah, so I had surgery on my foot. He's like, I didn't want to worry you. And she was like, it was worrisome <laughs> that you didn't fucking tell us. That, And then later on, were. and then later on, whenever his foot is literally decaying, and he's like, it's fine. When his foot is, like, bleeding through his shoe. Yeah. And the rods are coming out. I'm like. This book was just kind of insane. I loved Marks, though. I, like, actually really liked Marks as a character. He had his moments where I liked... I, Everybody was, like, half insufferable, half okay. I felt like Marks was the least insufferable. He was the most normal. And I just... In, like, I think my bleeding... Yes. I think my bleeding heart just also, like, 
love the fact that he always tried to take care of both of them, especially yes. Sam. And that's, like, he did everything for Sam. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was the most normal in his, like, his communication, his showing of love. how he actually cares. Affection. Yes. And, like, I get it. Not everybody can do that in a healthy way, but god damn, this book was just, like, so I don't know. It was just like a knife and then another knife and then another like arrow to the heart and Mm -hmm. then a knife in like my rib and then a knife in my shoulder and then an arrow to like my spleen. And (laughs) just it just was never ending. The story of the car crash that killed his mother was sad, too. And it was I was like, it just it was truly just an accident. Mm hmm. This book was sad. <laughs> I wish <laughs> that I could be, be in TikTok and be like, sad. And like the word just pops up and then leaves. Sad. I, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Other than like, I think it was so cool that at first, whenever I was first reading this book, um, it gave me like play, Ready Player One vibes because mm-hmm. it was centered around a video game. Now, Ready Player One is so much better. I actually super love that book, and it gave me so much nostalgia. It has so much more action. It's a lot lighthearted. I wouldn't mind reading it for the podcast if you wanted to. But it gave me, like, that was, like, the, like, Ready Player One is the cutesy, fun, lighthearted, like, fiction book about video games. Mm -hmm. This was, like, the hard, like, American adult truth to be like, yeah, smack! Which, I mean, real life. we can sit here and dive into the, like, many layers of this book and say it was a, like, true and harsh view of American life, adult friendships, poverty, yada, yada, all this and that. But also, I just am going to simplify this book because the way it made me feel. I'm like, I don't have the emotional bandwidth to dive into this enough for it to be like a literary review of this novel because unfortunately what this book is for is like it really is i feel like this would be beautiful for a modern like literature class yes and i think i would have enjoyed it had i had to read it for school for a modern lit class if i had like a class for it yes i think but i don't i don't know even if you're gonna read it for a class it's still gonna be fucking heartbreaking I know, and I think, like I said, I think the thing for both of us is that we deal with a lot of regular stuff in the real life, and unfortunately, just society sucks, and we let it get to us, not let it get to us, but it affects us on a daily basis, so when we are going to go read, having these, I don't know, I feel like whenever I read these scenes, they seem even more graphic than some of the things that I see on like TikTok or whatever because my mind has no limitations of like what that's going to look like Mm -hmm. and so I don't know it feels much more intimate whenever I'm reading it and then conjuring up the image for myself so sometimes it's even more like impactful whenever I read about it yeah I mean also when you're in a book you're like in the story for a long time too versus like a TikTok video is what Mm -hmm. three minutes at the most you're in this book for 500 pages. Yeah. Like, walking, learning about I mean, these like, characters. you're walking with these characters and, yeah. like, getting to hear their, like, very most inner thoughts and stuff. And I think you start 
you know, profiling or be creating a profile and an image and a persona of who they are supposed to be or like what the author has obviously written them to be. But like you still create it in your own head, too. Mm. Like these people become real or these characters become very like, you know, real-esque. Yeah. I would say. But this this novel, this... (laughs) This novel, like I said, it had some really good moments and stuff, but... It really did have some good parts. It had... I liked um, (laughs) the part where they were, like, all kissing each other, and they were, like, kind of, like, delirious or whatever. They're all fucked up on ecstasy. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. They're, like, we're on drugs, so it's fine. But, like... I did love how everyone just loved Mark's for being such a nice guy. I know. That even if, like, you dated him... Like, Zoe came back and, like, was, like, I love you so much. I know, and then she's like, I just I don't literally think almost you, started like, crying during that part. Yes. I was like, you're fucking ruining me right now, and I'm at work, and I can't do this. I know. I wanted to cry a few times, too. But Mark's, I think, like I said, Mark's was really the golden boy of this entire movie. He or movie. This book. I did like how Sadie, obviously, is a coder and was a gamer. And during, you know, the, during the 90s, when this is a predominantly male yeah you know um industry yeah i thought it was funny how austin texas got name dropped into there i know and of course it's a shitty dude i was about to say i was like with a shitty guy and the fact that they didn't they weren't okay with it being a gender neutral kid yeah and I was like, which i thought it was very interesting that like everyone was very like sexually fluid Everyone was very like yeah, they were sexually fluid, but that. also at the same time they tried making that into their games like Maple City, and then they got so much hate mm-hmm. again, a huge like mirror to society, right? And it just makes me upset and sad, and that was the reason why the shootings happened in the first place. Yeah, because and they were looking for Sam. Yeah, and he wasn't, there. and then he wasn't there. So why did Marx try and talk to them? Because he remember um. Gordon, the receptionist, called up and right. he knew something was up. So he's like, you know, as everyone me. got to the roof or whatever. Right, right. And so he was like, Do you do you want um you know, like he was trying to calm them down or talk them off the ledge because remember he said he's like, I've talked to many people off the ledge. It's fine. Yeah. Um and then the other guy, uh Anders or Anthony? Anthony. Anthony. Ant. Yeah. Ant. He comes down from the roof and they think that it's him. Mm-hmm. They think it's Sam. So he points over and shoots at Anthony. Right. And then Which Anthony Marks did get goes. shot, but Mark's like gets like, in front I, of I it. I remember what happened. I just like don't understand the thought process, I guess. I had that he was like, Let me go and talk to these deranged people. Well, because he was gonna give them time. He told them to cut the electricity so they wouldn't come up to the the floor the second or third i know he was like trying to i just like i guess my thought process was like let's think of something else other than like well he wasn't gonna be able to do the direct line of i mean at the same time he's like i what else can we do it's either we do that and i he they kill everybody in this office or i go down and try to stall and try to have people there i mean i mean it's obviously very heroic i just am like i know and then what? in the uh, audiobook, they have a whole section of Marks basically dying for yeah. an, an I was hour. Gonna, so something that was interesting was that it was a woman narrating, mm-hmm. which which at first I thought it was going to be a man because it was Sam the whole time. Uh-huh. And I kind of liked that it was a woman 
like narrating both because they don't typically do that when it's like I don't know it just like was interesting and then that the when it changed to the man's voice from uh-huh. Mark's I was like whoa what is happening right and I was so confused at first because it was talking about like being a bird I know I was like what the fuck and why are we a bird it was so metaphorical and like metaphorical s- and sad because he kept talking about how his brain was like slipping away mm-hmm. and at first i thought oh he's gonna make a recovery because he's still like mentally there wait he's like i'm still alive every single time like it would stop because he would pause yeah and then like, he was I'm like I'm, I'm still alive mm-hmm. and then i'm still alive or whatever and he can hear his family mm-hmm. and like is having like out of body experiences because he's in his coma and like can see them making paper cranes like mm-hmm. as a wish and a miracle to have them have him come back and be restored to health and stuff. And yeah, and he's like, I can feel my body being when coming they slower and slower and, and slower. Like, I see all the origami cranes. I was like, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I know. This is so depressing. I know, because I read a book that's like a thousand paper cranes in school. I do think he deserved the beautiful, like, surrounded by love, like, death that he got. I know. And I thought it was interesting, too, how they were, like, talking about uh, video game character deaths and, like, how it's so much easier. Because it's just... Because you get to come back and you have the same life and stuff. So, and... You know, Mark's even, like, as he's dying, he's, like, he has a screen on. He's, like, do you want to start over? Yeah. And I'm, like, fuck. I know. It was also interesting how they talk about, like, the humanity and, like, community of gaming. But also it's so interesting because you can have community outside in real life also. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, some people are socially... have social anxiety so it's easier to like hide behind a game or whatever right but it's also just kind of like sad like you deserve that human connection instead not Mm -hmm. just like through the game so this game or this book does not lack depth no in any no if anything we're like can we can we get like a little, a little bit less depth? <laughs> a little less depth. Can we just have a little bit of smiling, can happy I, delusion? Can I please, like, just like touch like the bottom of my pinky toe or like something like that? Like that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, it was just. I just would like to be a little delulu right now. Yeah, and my brain kind of like hurt because you had to focus really hard on this book. Uh, yeah. And I was like trying to work and focus on this book, and I was like, this is a lot. This is a lot. To it's do just heavy. Once. It's just. Pfft. Yeah. You know that wave that's on the front of it? Yeah, that whole wave was that book we were just crashing down. <laughs> yeah, you several fucking stood times. no chance <laughs> against this novel. I feel like this book made us like literary critics because the entire time like we've just been talking about like the depth and the pretentiousness and how like and you know, I feel like we're barely even scratching the, the fucking social surface narrative of it. that this book really embodied and I'm like this book I'm not book make sad. <laughs> I'm not I don't think I'm the girly for this book anymore and like for this so many times there were so many times my pretentious ass would like be like yeah I like books that make me think this book made me think it made me feel very like all colors of blue um <laughs> all colors of blue <laughs> all the colors of blue I know right I'm like I'm I'm a smart girl I'm a smart girl and I really love I like, like books that 
make like, me smarter. Right. I'm well, like, not even no, like, smarter. I actually really don't. They're, I like like, they're not even, like, me. smarter. They're just, like, they're, like, more sophisticated and they have, per- like, pros and, like, they're just more... I guess not. Pre- I don't want to say pretentious because not all of them are pretentious, but they're just on like a higher, like you know, processing level it's, sort of yeah, thing. Metamor- so metamors, metaphors, metaphors. But and you know, like, and I'm like, I love that, and I like that's what I like. I don't actually like. I like like fantasy and stuff, but like that's like my bread and butter. And I need to stop fucking kidding myself because I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like when people have like fucking wings in. <laughs> And elf ears and, and fall in love and, and they fall in love and they find e- each other and then it's light and happy and then everybody wins with like a little like bows and like the only character deaths are like people who really are not like that fictional but like i can live with that a lot better than like oh, somebody who is feels like they're in like the real world so this is why my give favorite me, books are like <laughs> give and I'm, like, Lucy me Star. all of the like elves <laughs> and centaurs <laughs> and like Greek god like smutty romance like yes. shit like that like I yes give that to me but like this like fiction I think I'm just not a fiction girly and I feel like fiction runs the gamut like it's not just specifically like oh yeah that's a fiction book or oh yeah that's a fantasy book you know, because, like, with fantasy, you know that it's not going to be real, right? Fiction, I feel like there's just, it's so broad. Oh, very, Like, contemporary very. fiction, literary fiction, this, this, and that. Yes. So, I feel like there's so many subcategories that I just don't feel like I've found my niche yet. Yeah, this was a coming-of-age novel. Maybe I don't like coming-of-age novels. And I honestly know that about myself, that I am not a huge coming-of-age person. Like, mm. even uh, movies, I'm not a huge, like, coming-of-age movie person. Really? Yeah, because they're usually fucking depressing as fuck, honestly. Yeah, because then they get jaded by life and they become a jaded adult. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, there's, that's definitely not a genre that I'm usually like, I know, I'm going to like this. Yeah. So, I should have looked, see, here's my thing. I don't look up anything before I start a book. I know, yeah. For the most part. I mean, there are times where I'll, like, sometimes read the back, but. Half the time, I won't read the back. If I see one little TikTok on a book, I'm like, I'll add that to my Goodreads list. We'll yeah. get around to it. By the time I get to it, I'm not going to fucking remember a thing about what it's about. Like You have the lovely and amazing ability to like remember the book, but also not remember enough of it that you can like reread it pretty quickly. Yeah. I do not have that. And I, well, so I, I like it sometimes. Obviously, it comes in handy with the podcast whenever like we're reading books i'm like oh yeah i read that last year and i know everything but it also doesn't come in handy because sometimes i feel like i can't read the book again anyways sorry yeah i don't know i'm here to have a good time (laughs) (laughs) not think hard the thing is guys the thing is is we have paid our dues we have paid our dues with the terrible literary pompous like fiction stories novels novellas poems we've done that i done it all through college i did it all through grad school and i did it all through high school i don't now that i have the choice i don't fucking want to use my brain no whenever i'm like 
reading, reading stuff. I want for my brain enjoy- off. I want enjoyment. Like I want to know how big somebody's pee pee is. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. I'm really impressed right now. I'm speaking for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, or like, if they're gonna use like wet folds or whatever to like <laughs> fucking describe shit. Like, I want to know that, or which is actually more on my part, is like if the guy, the like soft lovers, finally touch hands and like yeah. stuff like that, and like that shit. Yes, is my bright and like. Oh. <laughs> oh my god my maddie stole my ring and it's way too big on her and she just moved her hand and it whipped the ring at her face so that's the noise that you heard I'm sorry i was like but anyways that's like bread and butter like that is my like gym and jam i know i just want to learn about a girl who's angry at the world learning to fight and then beats becomes a warrior up. and she's like you know fuck y'all get fucked and i just want that i Ugh. want lords i want gods i want ladies i want high ladies like i'm going out i don't want none of this sh- real life shit what which book <laughs> did you like better uh my year of rest and relaxation or tomorrow 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 Ooh, ooh, that's a good question also i did love the name of this novel tomorrow 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 yes and i liked the little wraparound they finally brought up at the end with it <laughs> I'm going to do a wrap around. It's <laughs> a little trailer park boys moment for you. Honestly, I think I'm going to say I, I liked this tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow more than I liked year, my year of rest and relaxation. Ooh. Even though my year of rest and relaxation had nothing but like feminine, absurd, unhinged rage, which I really like enjoyed and loved that. Uh-huh. But like I said, I did. I am a sucker for a good love story. And like I said, I really enjoyed Mark's. Yeah. And I did enjoy Sadie See, in some instances. I didn't, I didn't feel like Sadie and Mark's made great sense. No, I just love Mark's. Okay. I was just saying, I like you Sadie. Just like him. I like Sadie and Sam in, in their own characters as who they are. And also, like, Sadie trying to figure out, like, who she is. And then feeling bad for Sadie. I just feel like I, like, had so much more, like, emotional investment with these characters. I get that. I get that. Than I did with our unnamed main female main character in my year of rest and relaxation i think i liked your rest and relaxation better yeah that seemed to be more your speed and it definitely i mean this book made me sad depresso but that one really got me i mean you know i know i was like that uh, book got hello me hella down i think it's probably because i related a little too much to the character <laughs> which uh, maybe i need to go to therapy again but uh, yeah. I do think I like that one better. Yeah. I don't even remember what I fucking rated that book. I think you rated it a, either a two or a three. I think so, too. I think it was a three because you just didn't know where you wanted it to fall. I think I did a three, yeah. And then, or maybe it was a three, and then maybe I gave you shit and then made you... Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, put it to two I and don't half. remember, but... But... Even so. So, okay. I think those are the but two, But this like, one is like two, two and a half, which was just two... For this book. Two for me. Yeah. And then two and a half for me. It's honestly making me want to rate my year rest and relaxation. Higher. Higher? Yeah. Then do it. I mean, you have the power to do that. Sometimes, it's so interesting. Sometimes when I think about a book for a long time, I'll, like, go back and change the score. Well, that's what I did with um, Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami. I gave it, like, a two. And then I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was like, this book is just, like, just cannot i cannot get rid of it and i can't shake it so then i ended up like bumping it to a four because also if you think about it that much then then 
was the like, author did, did a purpose. good fucking job. Yeah, I just kept like replaying like scenes and like moments and stuff because it's kind of grotesque and it's a little weird too. Mm-hmm. But um, this book, I'm happy to put out of my mind. So. That's true. That's true. So, I don't think I'll change my score of two. No, I don't think I will boy. too. Like I said, I think it was a dis- like this book was disappointing because I did really Over-hyped. like want it. Yeah, well, I did want it to be a, a five stars. I get where people fall in love with the story. I can see it. Yeah. I see where the potential is. It just was not what I for us. look for as a reader anymore. And I think at one time in my life, I think I did. And, you know, to be one of those girls that, like, reads things that are a little bit more profound and stuff. And I think there I are definitely know. some books that I still gravitate to that are profound. I was going to say, but I still like profound books. I think, but just as stylistically, yeah. it just didn't deliver for me and I, or for both of us. Yeah. And so I think that's just the reason why. And I think the main reason is the writing. I feel like it is because it is a little bit pretentious. It doesn't feel very, like, it doesn't feel like realistic or doesn't seem um what is it what i'm trying to say i don't know is it like the time sometimes i felt like it was a little like choppy t- like tangible you know what mm. i mean like i couldn't sometimes put myself into these people's like world because it felt so airy and dreamy and unreal it was very yeah it was just this was a lot going on in this book it was <laughs> a like, lot happening i feel like we're just talking in circles okay now we are so, I, I don't really have anything else to add. Me either. Um, we can do our reviews. <laughs> Lovely. We haven't done them in a while. We have not. Back by popular demand. Yes. We have, honestly, we just, like, forget about it. And then, like, when Tori comes down to come record, she's like, I was like, you want to do reviews? And you're like, yeah, I guess. And so, we do our reviews. <laughs> so, we look for, like, 20 minutes. Okay. I'll start out with the three-star one. Oh, you have a three-star? Yeah, I have. Okay. Um, two three stars and two one stars. Okay, I have I think two one stars, and then two. Okay, three one stars and then two five five stars. Okay, three star. Starts off super strong and readable. It felt like YA, but for adults, falls apart as it goes on. Lots of cliche in the second half, which mm. starts to feel irritating by the end. It could have been hundred pages shorter easily. And then <clears throat> my other three star said, I'm in the minority here, but I wasn't particularly enthralled. A lack of concentration plagues tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Yeah. I found it to be lacking. The narrative jumps from present to various points in the past mm-hmm. without providing the reader an opportunity to get emotionally invested in any of the protagonists, except maybe Mark's. Yep. Uh, in general, the... Ov- the overall writing was pleasant. Particularly interesting to me was the geniusness of the content concerning game design and production. Mm-hmm. Which I did like good. that. Yeah, I did like. I feel like they. I I feel like that there was potential there because like that stuff was so interesting to me. But I think because it was surrounded by a love story, or like the whole premise was the fact that these two programmers were like dancing around each other the entire time in their feelings. Mm-hmm. But I still love game design and stuff like that. Yeah, like, that I want to learn sure. more about it. I feel like they it just invoked mi- a lot of nostalgia for me with like same and like that's stuff. why I was telling you, um, Ready Player One mm-hmm. does that for me big time because mm-hmm. like as somebody who grew up with eighties music, it has a lot of a lot of eighties references and like early nineties references mm-hmm. in there. Ah, oh, wonderful! You need to read it. Okay. Um, 
Unfortunately, as someone who has spent a large portion of their adult life working in the gaming industry, I found the protagonist's talk of game design and development outside the scope of their debut game, Ichigo, Ichigo, to be tedious. The story was dull, and I found Ichigo. the author's constant urge to stay woke to be obnoxious. While I respect her intention to raise awareness about pressing social concerns, I found her preachiness frequently derailed the narrative and detracted from the plot. I find it fascinating when authors of fiction skillfully weave explorations of societal concerns into the fabric of their narratives. Unfortunately, in my opinion, uh, this did not, they didn't carry out that action. Finally, while the first half of the book was interesting and well written, the second half falls apart under the weight of its own ambitions. Should you still read it? Probably based on all the other reviews. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, you go for a couple. Okay, so I have Mia's review, and this is a one star. And it said, I thought it would never end, this book. I really disliked this book. Normally, <laughs> <laughs> I would DNF something that I wasn't enjoying, but this was an ARC, which is Advanced Reader's Copy. Yeah. Bland writing with boring plot, important topics, friendship that important topics, friendship that spans across 30 years are handled with no nuance or depth. Wrong. Too much nuance and depth. Yeah. There's not one line in this novel that made me want to stop and think, actually, I wanted to stop every time Israel was mentioned. Don't know why. Uh, that seems weird. Yep. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you need to re-look at this review, whoever wrote this. Yeah. You mean? I think you need to take this down. Uh, that does not seem... That seems a bit sus to me. That seems a little unkind. So. Racist. (laughs) (laughs) Just call it what it is. Yeah. Mia, you're racist. Don't. Don't listen to Mia's last line. I did not feel like that. That was such a weird point for them to include. To include. And they got it by NetGalley. Hopefully NetGalley is like, nope, we're never going to give her any other ARCs ever. Interesting. Okay, read your next one. Okay. It's a little long. That's fine. So said, this is Michael's review of a one star, and he gave it one star. He says, a book that felt more and more like a punishment to read as it progressed. <laughs> <laughs> there is at least one description or piece of dialogue that annoyed me on every page. The characters are all annoying and unrealistic. All of the games sound terrible. They made the weird decision to actually create Emily Blaster online for public purposes. Or publicity purposes. I have played it and it is as irritating and poorly conceived as it is in the novel. The dialogue never sounds like how people actually speak, particularly for any characters who are of non-Caucasian background. There are too many ideas and none of them are interesting or dramatic. The constant narration and tell-don't-show and tell-don't-show approach is infuriating. I could go on. Please do yourself a favor and don't go near this. (laughs) Ignore the ridiculously high Goodreads rating. I can't believe this heinous piece of writing made it past the first person, Zevin, who is the author, mm-hmm. shared it with. In particular, and he quoted this part of the book, and this, I remember, like, cringing out, cringing out whenever I was listening to it. And then, quote, and then she put her hand between his legs, wrapped her fingers around the cylindrical chamber of blood sponges oh. that was his and every penis. He felt the corpora cavernosa, commanded by nerve messages from his subconscious brain, fill up with blood and the Tunisia albuginia membrane, the penis's straitjacket, trapped the blood inside. 
What the hell is even, is even that? <laughs> literally, I love this guy. This is hilarious. Like, literally, that my exact same thought process. What the hell even was that? What the hell kind of writing is that? I know. I feel like they were really trying to convey, like, the way Sam... He's very analytical, very out of touch. Yeah. Like, very, like, foreign, foreign, did not understand his body, did not understand... Yeah, like... Like in order Very to Very disassociated. Yes. When he was young, he was trying to understand sex and he looked up exactly what happens and like memorized that. And then now that's like all he can think of when mm. he has sex. Which is sad because when you can't get out of your head during sex, it tends not to be an enjoyable thing. And he even says that it's not like enjoyable for him. But that review is so valid <laughs> for being like what the fuck did I just read? Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, my last. I'm going to text that to Aaron and be like, hey, babe, <laughs> doesn't this turn you on? <laughs> He'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay, the last one I have is Phoebe's review of one stars. And it says, I rarely leave book reviews, but this book was awful incredibly slow and anticlimactic i actually regret the time i spent reading this i would choose dysentery over this book <laughs> <laughs> or dysentery 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 yeah dysentery that's funny as fuck <laughs> okay this is a one-star review this is just less interesting and less compelling version of normal people the characters were annoying the plot was repetitive and the writing style was incredibly detached and tiring I confess I didn't read the whole thing since I skimmed through the last part of the book. There mm. was no reason for this to be 400 page plus pages, 350 max. And then um, the last review I have is one star. It says, this is a hard pass for me. I know I'm in the minority, but I do not need to be emotionally and dramatically destroyed while reading. The prose was pretentious and unnecessary. Both characters are rather insufferable, immature, and showed no growth. Agree. Agreed. They did not grow. They were kind of all like very they, minimal growth. They felt like the same characters that they began they began as. Yes. I would agree. Especially with that. over like for thirty years. Mm-hmm. From children to adults. I think the only thing was is that Sam got more aggressive and like a little bit like Dov in some instances and he would be like very self centered and like Mm. he come off pretty aggressive for a book supposedly celebrating friendship this was the definition of a toxic <laughs> unhealthy platonic relationship between a man and woman uh i'm honestly not sure what the moral of the story was <laughs> other than let's make sure to include every single controversial issue possible and make our own stance known i also really despise murky endings and this was the one that said, like, every content warning imaginable, gun violence, death, suicide, grief, car accident, toxic relationship, shooting, injury, uh, homophobia, chronic illness, racism, sexism, toxic friendship, and more. I literally have the same thing from Chelsea's, but she gave it five stars. Oh. She said, I'm a fucky mess. Content wor- warning, suicide, cancer, infidelity, abuse of power, chronic pain, disordered eating. Do you remember that? Whenever... Um, Sadie would play that game with her friend who died of from an eating disorder. They would no. have like lettuce day or I don't remember that part. Chocolate day or whatever, and they would only try to eat those foods like so lettuce. So they would only eat lettuce for twenty four hours, and then they changed the food. Oh, and then what later the fuck? in that in that thing, 
the friend died of a de- eating disorder when she was young. Wow, I don't remember that. Yeah. So, oh, so that car accidents, car accidents, abortion. Yeah. That literally, I feel like that came out of the, left field. I fully agree. Left field. Because I was like, I thought she was depressed because her and Dove had broken up. Yes. No, it's because she had fucking abortion. I know. That was so I was like, are random. you? I feel like that was thrown in. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was either for like shock value. And also, why did she blame Sam for that shit? She blamed Sam for fucking everything. everything. She was just like, oh, well, you were supposed to see, obviously, that Dove gave that, like, this to me. And, obviously, that was the only way that for me to see that you actually really didn't love me. You just wanted to have Ulysses, Ulysses for her engine and see that you cared about that more than my well-being. They all really what? needed to go to therapy. <laughs> group therapy. Except, uh, Mark's, I feel like he, yeah, too, yeah, but... But also, he was the best of them. Yeah, he was. I feel like he would have signed them all up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, gun violence, homophobia, racism, and death of a loved one were the, the rest of them. My last five-star review is Quick Take. I liked a lot about it, but oh man, was it long. I enjoyed the first half better than the back half. The video game stalking stuff kind of lost me. But this is a nice platonic love story that feels contemporary and fresh. Fresh? He read it in a day. How the fuck do you read this book in a day? July 7th, 2022 to July 7th, 2022. That's batshit insane. Well, Jordan, a.k.a. Jordy's Book Club. <laughs> Love it. You're crazy, Jordy. You're crazy. You're crazy man, Jordy. Jordy. Well, folks. That was that. That was tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. That was a lot. That was. If you stuck around this whole time, congratulations. Congrats. God damn. I know. But next week, I think we're going to have a lot better of a conversation. It's a blood marked. I know. I feel Much like out more. Of, I feel like out of all the the books that we've read for this month, I think blood mark was the one that has been the most overshadowed because I like forget that we're even doing it i know i agree i've actually already listened to it i know you have and i'm excited to reread and refresh my memory and yeah i know we have the actual like hard copy of the book too yeah we got it when it first came out and then you know what the book is after that Crescent City. Which, by the way, if you haven't heard, SG Moss just released her third book. It's going to be House House of Shadow and Flame. Which is... So, you'll learn this in the books, right? But the first one is Blood and Breath, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. The second is of House of Sky and... I think you're. Whatever. I think you're getting them confused. Yes, I am. Because yes, the, I am. The you're very correct. One, the first one is like of blood and I'm looking them blood up right and crescent now. or something like that. The second one no, is house. Not- I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the first <laughs> one is, but the second one is house of uh, sky and breath. Yes. And then this next one is. I'm surprised that she's using flame again in a title. House of Earth and Blood is the first Earth one. Earth and Blood. Sky and Breath is the second one. Sky and Breath. And then this one. Shadow and Flame. Right? What did you just say? Nothing. What? Nothing. What? I don't know. What? I, gonna, I don't know because I don't. Flame I and Shadow. Sorry. Flame and Shadow. Why does it sound like fucking. 
Lucian and Azrael. It does. <laughs> There's some like uh, interworld. I know. Travel, that's so well, that's we what you're talking know. about. But those were they were talking about. Yeah. That this Crescent City, like you see more of like the interconnecting world rather than in the other books. I know. So that means but we will I'm just have mainly to read surprised the second Crescent City this I'm year just too. mainly more surprised that she's using flame again in her and another um title of a book. Because, you know, like Silver Flames, Shadow and Flames. Oh, I'm not surprised. Because if you look at, like, the Throne of Glass series, it's, like, Queen of Shadows. Stuff like that. Mm. Well, either way. Well, that, my friends, I think is the end of the episode. So. That's it. We appreciate you sticking around. And we're going to see you on the next one for Bloodmarked. So. It'll be a lot less intense than this. And a lot happier. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.